Welcome to Cooking with the Commish. I'm back in the hot seat, joined by Dill on the airwaves. Dylan, come in. Over. Yes, I, I am here. Thank you. And Thank you very much. It's nice to have you back uh, pushing talking buttons. to me again. It was nice just sort of cutting you and editing you around and everything. So uh, it was yeah. fun. It was good. Now so I'm, um, I'm a little bit muffled. I'm, I'll, I'll take this off for you guys. Yeah, I was about to say, what's, what's with that? And we realize it's, you know, it's mandated that you've got to wear that and look like a... Yeah, it looks like you've been there on the sideline. Oh, there you I'm go. Really, yeah. And we can see you. Well done. That beautiful California smog air. Your little your moustache and uh, your little Fu Manchu is coming in nicely. You should just do it like Johnny Drama. That's and, it. Victory. Yeah, victory. And a big victory because we have a special guest uh, today in the studio. Uh, this is the first time we've had someone in the studio as a guest, but they're going to stay with us the entire show. You excited? <laughs> Right, Diggy Dog. Right, right. Welcome. Hello, boys. Thank you very much for having me. What an honour to be in studio with First you. First in studio guest, and you know it'd be nice to have a three three person roundtable, but someone had to leave the country because yeah, of well the big guys yeah, over in California, yeah, isn't getting it? married, not mm. because of lawsuits. So anyway, yeah. we'll uh, we'll let that one go. <laughs> Fleeing the country, but uh, you know, let's uh, let's start this. Uh, let's do it right. Go on, a bit of. Irish, Irish cricket. crickets. Irish Cheers crickets. to Victory the podcast. Love it. Number one podcast. I promise next week I will have a beer to do that with. At the moment, it's just uh, high fructose corn syrup, Coca Cola, and oh, a Jolly Rancher. That is so <laughs> Jolly Rancher. Oh, that is fantastic. That's great, isn't it? That's, that's an, a that's little uh, zesty pale ale from a little brewery down yeah. in Golden region. It's beautiful. Mm. Lovely. Very nice. Good time to be cracking a beer too. Yeah. Four, 4.30 in the afternoon. Yeah. It's lovely. Clocking off time. Clocking off for some and uh, you should be in bed for others. Almost, almost bedtime for others. Yeah. Well, let's jump right in. Let's go into the uh, recap of the week um, and what a horrendous week it was for me. I've lost my third game in a row. Well, we don't have to start with you if you don't want to, Mark. Nope, nope, nope. nope. We... We, can, we can start with the big dogs if you want. Oh, no, I just get this garbage out of the way. It was awful. I mean... Okay, we'll start with your garbage matchup. Um, yeah, it was looking like it was going to be a close one, but it ended up being a blowout. Mitch got twenty four point five yeah. from Cam. I was pretty excited you know, that uh, Michael Thomas was got his you know second start of the year. That was exciting, and he did nothing. Yeah, yeah, did nothing. And uh, the guy Mitch traded for DJ Chuck. DJ Chuck do 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 got uh, yeah. a good twenty. Didn't that pay Early off? Solid like that as was, always. That that paid but, off but well think, for Mitch. That trade like. To Huge. get good good production. I mean, McLaurin did okay. Like, I think he was about 17 and a half. 17, yeah. So, you know, but Mitch got good. I think that late surge, that Cam late surge really helped Mitch here. It did. And and he had his MVP playing, which uh, yeah. Young Wei Koo had yeah. a nice 12. God, I love him. He's, I'm, he's I'm so MVP dirty at that because I drafted Young Wei. <laughs> and I dropped him, uh, I don't know, when he got... I don't know, pull yeah. the or something. Well, look, my, uh, you know, Kelsey is still going strong for me. I still won that trade with uh, old Jaso. And uh, Christian, Kirk, Christian Kirk, 30, 30 bucks well spent. Another well, guy that yeah. I drafted that uh, I'm, I'm, is yeah. just kicking goals or yeah. scoring TDs yeah, yeah. for other people. Yeah. My boy, stealing, stealing from DeAndre. Yeah. But, you know, you look at my bench and it's just garbage. I, it's just, you don't I'm, have I'm a bit deflated. There, I'm a bit deflated. And, you know, We'll probably bring this up later, but you know, I've got some. I've got a way to improve my team. I think. Oh, trades. 
So you, you had yeah, trade? Kirk and Kelsey and no one else. So yeah. Mitch was a well, winner. I mean, Watson's all right. You know, he's still putting up good numbers. But that's it. Yeah. Moving on. They're okay. Uh, let's go to the snake is going to get you. And it's, is it fair to say that the Phoenix flew and then it crashed spectacularly? I think it yeah. flew into the, some electrical wires, actually. Something else. Oh. The, the Phoenix The Phoenix has, uh, yeah, yeah, flown into the water. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it, look, it was, according to them, it was a rivalry game, but uh, just Jimmy ended up wiping the floor with poor Jake's team. Had McCaffrey back for a huge day with 27. Wilson was solid. Marvin Jones even had 10. He's been doing yeah. nothing so far, yeah. so that was good. Well, Ravens D with 14. Poor Jakey. Like, Lamar Jackson has just been subpar this season. And yeah. uh, he had one bright spot with Keenan Allen, and that was about it. Well, can yeah. we can we talk about the Phoenix, though? Are there sanctions, Kamish, for the no defense? Was that there was an empty slot, was there this week? Did I read that? Well, correctly? I, I thought about it, and then I looked at the. He did pick up a defense ready to play, and they did nothing. And. I just felt it wasn't worth it. Yeah, okay. I did think about it. I thought, nah, it's not worth it. Set your lineups, boys. Set your lineups. I'll yeah. tell you what, I did not expect lineups. Christian McCaffrey. He picked to someone come back. up ready to put him in there, but yeah. just well, didn't pull the trigger. Didn't pull the trigger. But what are your thoughts on Christian McCaffrey? I thought uh, he wasn't going to come back as strong as he was, and 27 points, that's pretty big. I mean, that's why you pay 80. <laughs> Five hundred dollars for the guy yeah. <laughs> at the draft, but unfortunately, he picked yeah. up a niggle though, so there's no guarantees that he rolls out again this well, week. Let's see so. what the uh, the old reports are saying on him. He's day to day, but he's in sure. doubt. I think he'll play. I think he'll play. Well, I, I think he plays, but it's one of those things like McCaffrey. Like, do they want to risk him? Like Carolina, are they doing much? Probably not. Like, roll him out. Roll him out. Bell cow cool. back. Wait and see, yeah. but uh, yeah, disappointing, disappointing from from old uh, Aubrey Wodonga. Moving week. right along, well, I hop back on the bandwagon, but the eyebrows failed to grow against yeah. old. I shat the bed on draft day, Marshy, but I've come back and I'm killing everyone. He he is just really jamming it down our throats, isn't he? And then back out the other end. And I've got a real yeah. bone to pick with Marsh, actually. Bring it. Because I'm on a five-game losing streak, and it's started when he shouted out that my team was looking unstoppable in the chat. And from that moment on, I haven't won a game. So it's your Jinxed fault, it. Marsh. Well, yeah. Jinxed it hard. Do we think he's going to come back next week? He's got Big Ben and COVID, and um, who else is questionable there? You know, how, you know. I, don't, I don't think like Big Ben was great, and uh, but I don't think he's a must-start. Like I think that he's got that James Robinson has just turned into a, a stud for this season, so yeah. he's been killing it. Julio eleven, Cooks fourteen. Yeah. Um, a- Andrews failed to fire. His boy. Yeah. Jason's yeah, he's, boy Andrews. He's hit miss. lucky. He he's hit miss. Kittle gone for the season, so you know he drafts yeah. those two tight ends on draft night, and well, he had three. <laughs> well, the two real decent ones, right? Yeah, you know, he had Travis Kelsey until he. Traded oh, I traded Kelsey. Yeah. Did you? That's yeah. right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, putting Lamb on the bench, the eyebrows. What's the, what's your take on that? Bench the Cowboy. And well, they went off. That's the thing. Like that. Everyone co- except that quarterback Gilbert. Like everybody except for Amari Cooper, obviously, which was on my. Oh team. no, no, and also, um, yeah, uh, uh, what's his name? Michael. Fucking, I'm not going to score any points Gallup. for Chris Mullen. I don't Gallup. think anyone expected Gilbert to have the game that he had. Yeah, but I mean, CD Lamb, man. CD Lamb was. He was good rook coming out, wide receiver. 
Laurie wanted him on draft day. He got him, and for good reason. Like, the kid, he can play. He's got a couple of his loves now, Laurie. Laurie's got yeah. a lot of love for old Justin Sherbert um, and Scary Terry, mm. who, who did kill it this week as well. So he's got he's got those two lovers on his team now. But, um, yeah, he's just had no breakouts well, this week, and that just cost him. Again, like Tyler Lockett. Like, he plays me. Tyler Lockett scores, like, 40-something points. Mm. <laughs> you know, and this week, Tyler Lockett does nothing for him. So you, you can't blame him for starting Lockett, but... No, you know you you're looking at CD Lamb sitting on your bench, thinking, "Hmm, she's a cruel mistress." Fantasy. Moving right along, gentlemen, to your matchup, which was uh, yeah, you know, boy. It should have been a little bit closer have than this. Spoken but, about uh, Frank's matchup yet? Not yet. Yeah. I mean, Kyler. I, I mean, I had a great, I had a great start with Devontae in twenty three, and then my boy Kyler just killed it. Old Calamari. Yeah. Um, my boy Jacobs, who I stole from Ryan on draft night, was solid as well. Yeah. Um, and those three really led me to victory. I didn't yeah. really have anyone else, but Not really. when it came down to that Sunday night football game with Breeze and Kamara, it was such a thrashing. Breeze was sad at the end of the game. Oh, boo-hoo. At least your boy Mike Evans got some some more targets this time around. You yeah. Be a little happy yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully even more after freaking Bruce Arians called out Tom Brady. So, yeah. fingers crossed for that. But how, how are you feeling about Jerry Judy rise? Yeah, like, look, it was good to see Judy finally have a breakout game. I was crying into my pillow on Friday evening after Adams just lit me up for the 23 points. Um, it was always going to be an uphill battle, I think, from that point on because my guys have just gone right off the boil. Like, Hopkins, man, he had three points. Like, you know, this is a guy that I'm expecting to roll out 16 to 20, um, and he gives me a three ball and, you know... Christian Kirk sitting on uh, the old Tom Selleck experience goes off. But, yeah, look, it was good to see Judy get some get some work in. Um, I was hoping for more out of Kamara, to be honest, because I was, I was riding that game so hard. Like, Breeze actually finally started to play well. And it, I needed a Herculean effort for him to be a chance to win, but just wasn't my day and hasn't been for the last five weeks. <laughs> well, after that, after that first half, I thought, I thought I'm, I'm done here. Kamara and Breeze are just killing it, and then it just all kind of petered off in the second half. It's kind of hard, mate, when you've got the only guy in your flex spot that scored a negative point in the entire NFL for yeah. the week. So, man, that sucked. I mean, it was like the first few snaps of the game, and he does his hemi, and that's one of those guys that was going to go off. And, again, it's like the whole COVID thing. I know everybody's been affected by it, but the 49ers receiver that I got, I was hoping, you know, are you can. Um, Are you looking? Yeah, I was hoping that uh, he might be a good showing, but didn't play. Bummer. Moving on yeah. to what can only be described as an ever-growing, sad, sad time for the real American heroes. More like real American losers because he's now zero and nine. Wouldn't it have what been is, What did Jake though? say in the chat? Jake said he's a juggernaut. Yeah, a juggernaut, <laughs> yes. That was good. That's a good gear from oh there, Jakey. What are it, we? It, it looked like it was going to be a big upset. Like, uh, Jez snuck the victory, but uh, in that in that last game, you know, I think they needed he needed minus points from that New England defense, and they were, they were looking like it was going to happen. But, yeah, Cav 0-9, and, and he's, he's just got this knack of no. putting the best players on his bench every week. <laughs> Josh, Josh Allen on the bench with 36 and 
17.8 from Curtis Samuel on the bench where he started Corey, Corey Davis, Davis who had donut. a donut. Um, yeah. And I think if, if he didn't have that donut, he would have won that game. Oh, for sure. For sure he wins the game. But can someone check in on Cap? Do we know? Is Cap no. still – is he still with us? Is Cap still with us? Cap, if you're out there, can you get in touch with the show? We want to hear from you. Hashtag yeah. checked out. Wow. Um, so another another interesting note, which I'm sure we're all thrilled to hear about. So with that win, Jez has hit eight straight wins. Now, that is not the most straight wins. Cav had nine straight in 2015. Rydiggy had 10 straight in 2017. And Frank had 11 straight in 2018. So he's still got a ways to go to, to break any yeah. records. But um, as, is Matt breaking records? Is it the most losses in a row? It's got to be. I haven't. I haven't it'd checked be, the numbers yet. But it'd be close. Kamish, Kamish, get he's, onto that. He's, he's definitely worst start to the season. Off. Well, it'd be close because, like, oh, actually, because what is it now? Nine on the trot. Hmm. He's 0 I think nine. someone might have Zero, gone yeah, 0 seven. Nine. I think yeah, I went nine. zero seven, zero eight, somewhere around that range, and I was calling myself like the Buccaneers that didn't win a game that season. But it's great. That's when you won 10 straight after that, right? After that, yeah, reeled off 10 straight. It's just great to see, you know, Ryan Tannehill, 14 points. God, he's boring. And that's Zibbit A. Moving on. Let's go to the final game of the week. Tyreek Hill was beast. Final game of the week. Jeez. Graham. Huge. I mean, and Frank, what a piss week score. Down Frank's throat. But I mean, like. Frank's on the chat saying he doesn't care about the NFL. The only thing he cares about is the Cowboys. Frank, care a little bit more about Bydon, this stupid team name that you've come up with. I'm sure it's a play on the US election, but bro, do something about that, will you? What you get from an ABC reporter, mate. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess if it was fantasy lawn bowls, he'd, yeah. he'd have a little bit more inside run. <laughs> Although it hasn't really helped Lawrence much, has it? No. Nah. Does, uh, does does Graham need to start anyone other than Cooker Mahomes every week? Not really. I mean, six, sixty-seven from the pair. I mean, he could have easily crazy. he could have benched everyone. And then Will just Fuller put those was sixteen. Two. Oh, he could have just put those two up, and he still would have beat Frank by a lot. Look, yeah, I, just, the, Jeremy Jeremy is clear number one right at the moment in terms of the league, and he gets the win this week. My Smokey though is Graham, like. Mahomes oh. and Cook keep producing like that. Yeah, I, I think Graham can give this a real nudge. Well, he's all in on the Vikings. He's he's got Thielen and Jefferson as well. Yeah, I mean, I know you guys love Sandy Cohen's eyebrows, but oh. the hooked on a Thielen like that was great. That's great. That's good from yeah. Graham. That's good gear. That's good stuff from Graham. The eyebrows, mate. I know it's Sandy they're Cullen. just majestic. <laughs> you get lost in them. Well, that was the week that was. Big up yourself, G. Good job. Good job, G. Um, stay, keep staying quiet in the chat. It's great. Um, yeah, good stuff. Well, that was even the... if I call you out. Where's my side bet, Graham? Yeah, let's speak of side bets. Let, let's bring the side bets out. What uh, was there any side bets this week? Have you got any cricket? Have you got any cricket? Yeah, it's, in, it's in here. Um, it's in here somewhere. We got oh. this one. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was in the yeah. side okay. this week. Well, Mitch's uh, team name, I can't remember from last week because I was sort of, my brain switched off. I just chucked the show together and then went export. 
Um, I don't remember. The, the he game. likes a man who, he, he, who has a he had two. Um, he, had, he had two last week. Yeah. And, uh, well, he had the he first ate. one. It was all against me. Sorry, my computer's going absolutely bananas at the moment. It's probably in the color. Right. Um, Let me mute it. No. Planet of the Apes, your yeah. hairiness, and then he changed it to Mick is yeah. my favorite Mullen brother. But I let me just let me just bring up my thing with Mitchell because he texts me. Um, I text him back saying EAD, which is you know we all know what that is, and he goes, "It's all I could come up with." And I go, "Ha ha!" I go. He, then he came back saying, "Fine, I'll change it midweek then." And I go. I was hoping for a bear reference, like like gay bears or something, you know, like a. Or he could have he could have gone just, and watched a little Magnum PI and yeah. found out a bad guy's name from Magnum PI yeah. or against yeah. Tom Selleck. Give me something. Yeah. See, so, sure he's not from tomorrow. I think I think he plays. For I think the, uh, I think he's worse. I think he might be from Cootamundra. Because then that would have been. I think better. the creativity might be might be weighing Mitch down a little bit now. Oh, just you know, he's just. So he got me with the two old deadlift. Yeah, that was. Like, he had, he's had a couple of good ones, Instagram. but yeah. What was the one I'm Frank? Too short for TV. That was good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this week, um, I think he was struggling with you know with it. But uh, what was the? Let's just. Uh, Gonzo's Gladiators. Wow, mm. that's a. But Jason's nose. Schnoz, yeah. Mm. I, you know, you could go better to smell you with, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would like to see an accent reference. I thought the accent bowl that Jimmy the other time that was pretty funny. Was so if we could incorporate something there, but you know that works too. I yeah, like it. true. So. He's also lost the toilet bowl twice. You know, there could have been something there. But Gonzo's gladiators. I'll pay it. It's out of the box. Yeah. Hey, and who doesn't love a picture of Gonzo gracing yeah. the yeah. Uh, team lists? There? Yeah, it's awesome. Excellent. Can we well, touch on Mitch just for a second? Like we can touch Mitch. I love touching I, Mitch. I touch Mitch all the time. Um, but hats off to the rookie. Like I, I think a solid rookie showing. Right. Like there was a little Definitely. bit of trepidation around the league about does this guy understand NFL? Does he actually understand fantasy? Yeah. Is he politically correct? The answer yeah. to that is no, and he never will be. Yeah. Um, but he's he's put in a little he's good showing. He's been good. Mitchell. Yeah. And I gotta been say very he's, good you know, he's, he supported um Laurie's little Mexican uh Espadiba, the show that Laurie does on Esposuita? Something. Um, you know, the other day I think it was just uh, Mitch and I on the show firing questions. I think it was last week. I'm I've lost track of time, but you know, Mitch was very much he's very active and it's it's great to see. He's supportive and that Continues to be a budding. He's programs. got a big heart. He does. He, he loves does. you, Laurie. So well done, Mitchell. Your rookie season is going well. Yeah, very good. Well, let's uh, let's cross now to uh, Jimmy with um, I can't remember what's the name, Jill. The Ballada. The, the excellence, excellence of fantasy the, execution. The excellence of fantasy execution. Welcome, what a segment. Welcome, Jimmy, to the show. Thanks, guys. So with four weeks left in the regular season, I wanted to spend this week breaking down our chances of the playoffs, where people are going to finish based on the strength of schedule. And I thought I'd put my analytical background to some sort of use to see if we can predict the future. So let's start with the commission. The commission is currently six and three. He's got Mullum, Jason, Graham and Mullum again to go. I've got the commission finishing eight and five and he's got a 67.8% chance of making the playoffs. The eyebrows, the great Lawrence himself, currently five and four. Strength of schedule has Jake, Frank, Mitch, and then Frank again. I've got the eyebrows finishing eight and five with a 66.2% chance of making the playoffs. 
Give the devil his due. Jez is eight and one with Graham, myself, Ryan, and Mitch to come. Uh, I've got Jez finishing 10 and three. He'll argue the toss, but I think he goes 10 and three. Still got an 87.2% chance of making the playoffs. And Jez will finish first, and he will choose his first round playoff matchup. Frank, currently four and five. He's got myself this week, Lawrence, Jake, and Laurie again. I have Frank finishing five and eight with only a 28.4% sorry, 28 chance of making the playoffs. So Frank, you need to get trading or you're out the door. Graham, currently five and four. Jez, Ryan, Dylan, and Jason to go. Tough schedule. I've got Graham, however, finishing seven and six with a 42.7% chance of making the playoffs. Jason, seven and two. Uh, finishing off with Mitch, Dil Dylan, Mullum, and Graham. I've got Jason losing a couple on the back end of the season. I have him finishing eight and five with a 63.5% chance of making the playoffs. Mitch, currently five and four. He finishes with Jason, Jake, Laurie, and Jez. I have Mitch finishing seven and six. He'll split the last four, two and two, going with a 45.8% chance of making the playoffs. Ryan, currently four and five, soft schedule coming home. Matt, Graham, Jez, and Matt again. Uh, I have him finishing seven and six with a 52.3% chance to of making the playoffs. Bias and a few other factors, Ryan could get there. But equally, if he loses his next four, highly unlikely, uh, Jake could miss the toilet bowl, but there's only a 2% chance of that happening. I'm currently six and three. I've got Frank, Jez, Matt, and Jake to go. I think I'll finish nine and four. I've got a really, really soft run home. I've got a 78.4% chance of making the playoffs. So based on the strength of schedule, I think the final four will be Jez, one, myself at two, Jason at three, and Dylan at four. And the splits between Jason and Laurie are really, really tight. Um, basically, a lot of those guys need to at least go two and two to make it. I think a three and one gets you there safely, but two and two is a minimum. Ryan and Mitch um, are both at a 52.3 and a 45.8% uh, chance of getting in that top four. They really need to go three and one as an absolute minimum. Based on this strength of schedule, really tough to get there. And I think Graham and Frank are going to miss out. It is now mathematically impossible for Cab to not be in the toilet bowl. Jake has a 2% chance of missing it, as mentioned. But interestingly, Cav has an 11% chance of only winning one game this year. That's unheard of. And that has been the fantasy excellence of execution wrap-up of the week. You can't even get the name of your segment right. The excellence of fantasy execution. I had to tell him four times at the Melbourne Cup thing the other day. Anyway. I, don't, I don't know if I like that from Jimmy. That was too smart and clever. Yeah. I, I had to put the coin dex to glasses on just to understand what he was saying in that one. Um, I just oh, wow. Did you look? I, I love it. I love. It. He's he's got a lot of time on his hands. Are okay. you are you going to come come back from the segment? No, we're we're, we're oh, just we're, going straight. We're just it. going now. Yeah. Well, you can tell from that segment that Jimmy is using that Harvard degree to good use. And I'll tell you another thing. I will take the forty two percent chance on Graham to make the playoffs. I'll take that bet. Can I can I just uh, butt in here? There's 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 three roles. There's four roles each week on this show. There's the on-air engineer, check. There's the commish who does all the stats and all the info, and he does all the work. Uh, that's taken by Dell. Then we have the guest, yep, which is you mm -hmm. this week. And then we have Jimmy that comes on, and he does a rant and does some fun stuff. He did not do that this week. Wasn't I was very wasn't fun. very upset, Dylan. Oops. <sighs> 
it's something different. We are used to the comedy from Jimmy. It was too clever. Um, it was very clever. What a uh, yeah! Look, he, that's, that's off to the guy. He's done some research. He wants to get in. Wants to get involved in the stats, and God knows I'm not going to go through and get your percentages of what you're going to make the playoffs. I ain't got time for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, someone who's single does so. Well, um, thanks for doing part of my job for me, Jimmy. Tell you what, Cav, eleven percent to win a game this year. That's going to be tough going. I wish I was yeah. smart like Jimmy. <laughs> hey, Harvard-educated gentleman, that guy. Oh, fuck. I I don't know if the the most disappointing loss this season is either losing in the toilet bowl or if you are the one person to lose to Cav. No, don't say oh. that because I've got him this week and it's highly likely that that happens. <laughs> well, I thought I thought he would take out Jez too, but we had a decent chance. Oh, when do I pay, play Cav? Oh, I think it's next week. I, so. I've got him this week and basically chalk him up for that one. <laughs> Oh, I've got him next week too. Oh man, I'm so gonna lose. So he's so he's guaranteed for the toilet bowl. Jimmy says. Well, there you go. It's gonna be hard to avoid. All right. Well, let's yeah. uh, let's dive into uh, this week's tip. Still, well, well, why don't why don't we dive into the tips from last week first? Um, no, that's all right. Do you want the numbers on those, buddy? Do you want to know more stats? He's got two thumbs and got a perfect it's round. A fantasy football statistics show. Me, 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 me. I'm perfect. This I guy live got a perfect round. Six from six. You sound like every American. I live in America. I'm the best. Shut up. We're the greatest country in the world. All right, Dill. How much Mullum, are you betting? Mullum four from six. You incorrectly took the eyebrows over Jason. That's that's betting with your heart. Self. I'd never, never not take the eyebrows that's over right. Jason. But you bet with his never. As well. So yeah. I'm back, back up by seven. I thought I could beat the rook. I mean, come on, it's the rook. Yeah. Anyway, all right. So you're, uh, you're back let's, up by let's a lot. Let's tip it this week. We still don't have a punishment. So, um, as the, you know, as I have final cut of the show, I, I'll just make up the punishment. I have to. Be um, bet. What? Can Be I bet. throw one out here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can well, I throw one out? Thank you. Because you guys don't want to shave. There's no bald heads or anything. We've already like done that. the shave. I know. I shaved last. So time. how about this? What about a little bleach blonde birio mache? So the loser has to like have the blonde like Odell Beckham hair, but on the facial hair. I like it. Blonde beards. Blonde like, beards. like the Hogan? Can we have like the Hogan? No, nah, you've got to go full beard. You can't well, just. What are we saying? We have to. I have to go because I'm gonna get my. I'm getting my ass kicked. <laughs> hey, there's still <sighs> time. There's still time. Hey, Ryan racked off ten still, wins in a row. They're still yeah. rounds. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's let's, let's dive into it. I'm just throwing that out let's there. Dive I think that'd it. be fantastic. Well, oh. currently, it's the only thing we've got going. Hashtag bleach the beards on the chat, guys. So this bleach. week, okay. Well, I'll play it safe this week because the first game up is uh, yours truly versus Dylan's truly poorly. What do you reckon, Dill? You or me? Okay. Well. Uh... I have myself to beat you. Me too. Uh, Kyle is firing. Adams can't be stopped. I'm hoping Bruce Arians' criticism of Brady uh, gets Mike Evans more targets. Uh, he's playing Carolina, so that's a good chance. You got uh, Kelsey on bye. Deshaun should be good against Cleveland. Drake's questionable. Kirk's been on fire, but uh, yeah. I'm giving myself the edge. Yes, we agree on that one. Do I get? A, uh, can I chime in here? Do you want to, do you want to put yours in? Yeah, because so yeah, I'm going with Dylan as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do 
you, you yeah you just you disagree or disagree that's fine now, uh, we're, we're gonna have to side bet this week too Mullen. we'll have to figure something yeah, else out. yeah okay well i like that or are you or are you pussing out no no, no, no i've got as you screw we've got some stuff coming up but uh let's uh let's dive into the phoenix and the eyebrows can the eyebrows bounce back distinguish the fire of the phoenix i think they can well, I've got taking the eyebrows. Yeah, I'm taking the eyebrows. I have the eyebrows too. Somebody give Jake some running back help, please, because someone stole his gun. That is going to be uh, tough for him. He's got the his two his two starters from this what last week on by. Uh, Man, what, was he going to be relying on Philip Lindsay? Yes. Do you think he's going to start Antonio Brown? Callum. He's got it. Yeah. Well. I would like. He doesn't have to. He's got other targets there, but yeah, I don't know. I think I would like Brady. Sort of, Brady loved him in New England, right? And then you saw on the weekend, like Brady found him a couple of times. I mean, Tom he Brady had for him. Tom Brady had a total non-Tom yeah. Brady game, right? Like it, it yeah. just wasn't him. Mm. Um, uh, yeah. I'd st- I don't know. I'd start him. I'd start him as well, but uh, Herbert and McLaurin, I think, are going to go off for Laurie again, and yeah. it's just too much. No CD Lamb for Laurie this week, so yeah, but he's got you know he's got <laughs> Sanders and and Johnson in there as well. So he, I'm just trying to find it. some positives for Jake. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Okay, moving along. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> the Battle of the Beaks. Gonzo's <laughs> Gladiators. This uh, show me your tight end. Uh, I'll go first in this one. So I've got. Uh, I got Jason to beat Mitch. So uh, why is um, there, Chubb coming up on? He's, is he going to play? There is there is a lot of moving parts in this matchup. Like yeah. there is, uh, well, Jason's lost Julio because he's on bye. But then there's Chubb, Golladay, Mixon, Harris. They're yeah. all questionable. Um, but Mitch Mitch doesn't have Gurley or his uh, MVP young Waku. Um, and then Carson and Newton are questionable as well. So. Um, there's a lot of moving parts, but I think Jason's still got the better starting squad. Uh, yeah. Look, I hate to admit it. I'm going to have to go with Jason as well. I don't like Fournette, right? Like, I think that's a weak... Like, he's got no choice. Gurley's on by. Gurley's actually been good, my boy. Far out. Yeah. Um, but, you know what? I'm going to take Mitch in an upset. Yeah? Yeah. I'll okay. take, I'll take yeah. Mitch. I'll, I'll, ta- I'll say Cam... Continues to romp. He gets another big week out of baby chuck. Do, 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 do. And I'm going to say that Chris Carson comes to the party for him. Yeah, okay. Sorry, Jace. Very good. <clears throat> this will be an interesting matchup. Ryan taking on the winless Yankee Doodle. What are your thoughts? Do you th- well, we'll go, let's go to Ryan this one. What are, you, are you confident you can beat him? I've lost five in a row. I'm not confident I can beat anyone. So, I mean, looking at the shitty projections, not uh-huh. that you should ever go off the I shitty know. projections. I mean, I've got to find some tight end help on the waiver wire. So, I've got to jump on that. Melvin Gordon, ugh, like, yeah, yeah. Um, Hopkins can can your boy Murray just does he realize number ten is on his team, right? Just he has throw quite it a to few 10. games this season. Oh. Jeez, the last couple of weeks he's been killing me. The only thing, I'm just hoping that Fulgham, you know, um, steps up for the Eagles. 
So. Judy could step up big for you too, but I like Jerry Judy. I mean, like, but he's got he's got a above average, maybe even average at best quarterback throwing him the ball. So anyway, I'll I'll week. look. Fancy I'll take ones. I'll take Cav <laughs> because I'm not confident I can win a game at this point. Um, <sighs> yeah, deflecting, taking Cav, <laughs> taking Cav. Good well, support. I'm, I'm taking Ryan. I think uh, Hopkins is due for a bounce-back game. Breeze and Kamara should own San Fran. I feel like Judy and Fulgham are basically wide receiver ones now. Um, and Cavs just struggling to put up points. And whoever he puts on the field goes crap, and whoever he sits on the bench goes great. Singletary's been a dub, dud. Like, his team isn't bad on paper, but it just doesn't produce. Mm. Start Josh Allen. <laughs> I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I'm... Uh... I'm gonna have to go against you this week, Dill, and uh, I've, I've got a, I've got a feeling that Matt's gonna have a win. I've, I've got a feeling that, you know, I'm hoping that he has a win this week, and then next week he shits the bed. And there it is. He's yeah. got a hundred percent chance of getting that eleven percent win. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, th- this is probably the, you know this is in my opinion this is one versus two. This is the final. This matchup here, um, G versus the Jets. Um, this but is going to be. This will be a good. He doesn't have Patty. Doesn't have Patty. Yeah, true. So, yeah. what do you uh, what do you think in their deal? What do um, you yeah, I got Jeremy. Jeremy. Um, he, I tell you what, Jeremy can pick the weeks to play people. Like Graham's got no Mahomes, as he said. Probably yeah. no David Johnson. Yeah. Um, Book, Thielen, and Jefferson are all going up against a decent Bears defense. Um, Tannehill does have a tough matchup at Jez. Um, and Chubb coming back could hurt Hunt a little, mm. but Cup should just go off against that terrible Seattle secondary. Um, and I think Jared's got the better team this week. Yeah, I I agree with that. I yeah. think yeah, Graham's going to struggle with Johnson if he's questionable and yeah. doesn't play in Cleveland. That just that means he's either looking to make a really quick trade or he's going to the waiver wire to try and get RB help and. You know, because of our league, because of the knowledge that our guys have in the league and the depth of it, that RB depth on the mm. waiver wire just isn't there. Unless you, you know, unless you get lucky. Um, yeah, I think it'll hurt. I'll yeah, be interested to see if uh, Jeremy picks up any quarterbacks too to well, stop Graham from getting anyone. Yeah, look, Mahomes is a loss, definitely right, because he he can put up thirty easy. Yeah, but there's some there's some streaming options out there. I mean, if Jez is going to stick with fucking old average Tannehill anything's possible yeah look I'm gonna I'm gonna take Jez as well I think he's gonna it's Jeremy it's Jeremy all day Jeremy he's 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 set the gold standard this year Frankie and the snake what are we thoughts on this one I've I've got I've got Jimmy to beat Frank yeah me too Um, He's got the better quarterback, the better running backs with Connor McCaffrey and Jones yeah I think Frank's got the advantage at wide receiver yeah um but he's missing Zeke, Zeke this week. Yeah. Not that he did anything last week, but yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Just see what happens with Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, that's, that, that's all I was going to say. Yeah. If McCaffrey doesn't play, maybe it's a contest, but. Yeah. yeah. He's got options. He's got his safety there. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a no brainer for me being Jimmy. And that's the uh, week 10 tips. Done. God, it's going quick. It's, you, it's going quick. <sighs> Thank God, because I'm just sucking at the moment. 
Well, uh, this is the part of the show where we bring in the special guest and we go off the air, but we've already got him on the air. He's so already we'll here. Just, we'll just flow right into it. Um, oh, thanks. Officially welcome the guest, Ryan. Welcome into the studio. Um, how are you enjoying your time here so far? Once again, an honor to be here in studio and thank you for having welcome. me. Um, I'm enjoying this. I'm yeah. enjoying the chair. I like it. So if, uh, if there's any opportunities to come back, let well, me know. Well, jeez, you know. Keep it warm for me, buddy. Why not? Yeah, bro. Yeah. This is nice. If, you know, I mean, this is uh, a good time to do it Wednesday afternoon, but sometimes, you know, it's Dylan might be doing stuff with his missus, you know, dinner, Netflix and chill. Yeah. The honeymoon, like, I don't know when that's slated for. Yeah. Deal, but. Fantasy season's done by then. I made sure the wedding was after fantasy season. That's a smart man right there. Smart man, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, over to the commish. Ah, uh, yeah. So, look, let's let's address the elephant in the room, right? What's what's going on with your team? Five straight losses after four straight wins. Yeah, season got off to a really good start, and I was enjoying it because I was sort of rubbing it in your face because all you had to say about my team after draft day was question marks, question marks, <laughs> question marks. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. And you know, Kamara Hopkins came out and and did their thing the first four weeks, but I think look, the COVID stuff has messed everybody up right in fantasy yeah. this year that's without question huge um but the broncos game like when that when it stuffed up the broncos game and um gordon didn't play then i was scrambling around what am i going to do at rb and then he got done dui and sort of started playing really poorly because he'd actually played okay up until that point um but i'll come back to what i said earlier in the pod uh, I blame Jason Marsh. He jumped on the chat, talked up my season. I was looking unstoppable, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and I haven't won a game since. So Marshy, we got beef, bro. <laughs> I'm not happy with that. It's so a new yeah, it's, rivalry. Uh, yeah. Look, um, can I turn it around? I hope so. You know, still got Kamara and Hopkins, so nice. I'll be all right. Yeah, positive attitude. I'll right. Well, well, let's let's put fantasy to the side for a second. Why don't you give us the the Ryan story, I mean, uh, you know, where you're from and what brought you to Sydney in the first place? Yeah, sure. Um, so I grew up out in Young. Um, so you've heard this a few times from um, Jimmy and Mitch. So we all sort of grew up out there. Uh, Jimmy and I have been friends since like school. Um, so we've been long-time friends and it's, it's it was great to have him as part of the league. And uh Mitch and I sort of knew each other but weren't like real, real close. Um, we, were, we were mates and stuff, but then uh, left young, went to university in Bathurst, um, which is where I met uh, your good self, Dylan. I met Graham the first day at uh, university in Bathurst and we became chums and then, um, yeah, sort of went from there. Mitch went to the same uni just by chance and then we hooked up and then it was sort of the, the, the four of us sort of cruising around uni for four years out in Bathurst and then... Um, I studied uh, human movement and business studies <coughs> and um, I did an internship with the Sydney Kings. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that. um, did some work experience up there and then I was fortunate enough that at the end of the internship, they offered me a job. So I went back out to Bathurst, finished up my exams, basically packed up my car and moved to Sydney <laughs> and I was living on uh, my now my wife, Lauren, her and I met at university as well. Um in our first year so we've been together actually funny stat for you today the 11th of november 2020 lauren and i have now been together for longer than we've ever been apart today so there you go there's a little trivia for you um 
so yeah, Loz and I had met at uni as well and uh, she did a three-year degree and she was in Sydney and um, so I went up and was sort of living with them for a little while and needed to find a place to stay and I had some family in Balmain um, so they took me in like the little stray dog that I was and uh, yeah, sort of went from there. So worked for the Kings for, um, it was only about 18 months they started to run into some of the financial troubles and I, I was getting paid like peanuts and trying to live Actually, in Sydney. In your first year or I, so. It was like 28 grand man, a year. It was ridiculous. Um, and then job with the roosters came available i applied for that um went work for the roosters for five years um had a little sabbatical in the events industry for two years uh then went and worked for para for five years uh Parramatta Reels, Parramatta Reels, yeah and then uh got out of that went to manly I, I worked in manly uh after the salary cap scandal um for Parramatta in 2016 the ceo at manly called me because we'd been talking about a job out there and he said once you come, I was like, it's eight minutes from home. That's perfect. Um, I was out there for a hot second. Three months or something? <laughs> yeah, five, I five, think it was yeah, in the end. But right. uh, then the current job <sighs> that I'm in now with the Australian Sports Foundation sort of landed in my lap. Um, so that sort of, you know, career-wise yeah. sort of drove me to Sydney and that's how I ended up in Sydney. And um, yeah, have been here. We had our um, daughter Aria in 2018 and... We decided to take some time out of Sydney to see, you know, what that would be like. So we moved out of the country. I basically lived at Mullum's house whenever I was up in uh, mm-hmm. Sydney, which was, I'm sure, not so pleasant for Chris, but great for me. Um, and then, yeah, we made the... Lauren got a promotion at work, which sort of meant that well, pre-COVID, they wanted her in the office a little bit more, which meant we came back to Sydney. So um, we came back to where we loved, which was the Northern Beaches. And now our eldest son, Kai, is in school. Uh, and yeah... That's uh, sort of how we got here. Nice. All right. Now let's let's go back to NFL then, and uh, tell us how you got into the NFL and why the Denver Broncos. Yeah, Denver, not the Denver Broncos. You don't know much about football, do you, Marge? <laughs> um, so it, it's it was Jimmy basically, man. Like we we he was into it. Um, I think he sort of explained this in his catch up with you last week, deal like. Jimmy, uh, his whole life was in hotels as a kid. So um, it was really weird to see these two kids in Catholic school uniforms walking into a pub like after school together that that was Jimmy and I. And, you know, we'd play pool and um, listen to the jukebox and all that sort of stuff. And, yeah, they had some they had some ESPN games even back then, um, sort of mid to late 90s that were on the, the TV. And I didn't know a great deal about it. But then, you know, the computer game sort of stuff started to come out and um yeah jimmy just got me involved and he followed denver broncos and i guess i didn't know much better and although i did have a minnesota vikings hat when i was a a, a, like a smaller kid like i think Mum just bought it because she liked it (laughs) um so i could have gone the vikings route but i ended up sticking with the broncos and then obviously late 90s john elway terrell davis like he was my guy for for the broncos i loved him probably why i love running back so much um yeah, so watch them win Super Bowls against Green Bay and all that sort of stuff, and yeah, that was that's basically where it started. Nice. Um, so you're a three-time champion. Um, three times. Not to, not to blow smoke up up your ass. Um, do you have like a, a favorite year or a favorite player from one of those years? Um, well, I think it's well documented that I've had several favorite well. <laughs> several favorite players, mainly. Running backs with dreadlocks. Uh, Jamal Charles is my guy for a long time. Like I wanted to yeah. make sure he was on my squad. 
uh, and then Gurley. I, I absolutely loved those two guys. Like they were, I wanted them on my team. Like, and you know, there was that one draft auction draft year where I spent like seventy bucks on Gurley, and everybody thought I was mad. But you know, if you want your guy, you got to go and get him. Right? You got it. So, um, so I guess back to your question, like. The three championships, I mean, they're all a little bit different, right? And they're, But they're all like, which probably makes them pretty cool, um, all three of them. I know I don't get a lot of credit for the first year because we're only an eight-team league and we did a snake draft and fucking blah, blah, blah. But I mean, the fact was that I'm an original member of this league and I fucking won it in the first year, so jam that in you. Um, uh, so, look, the first one was sweet and it... The, the way that I won it, like against Jeremy, and Jeremy and I had, had sort of come in with a little bit of like, I know this guy knows fantasy and I think he thinks that I know fantasy even though I don't know fantasy. And we like we we sort of tussled a little bit in the matchups that we had. And, you know, Jez, as we've said, like Jez is on everything. Like he, he knows who to play when and all that sort of stuff. And to beat him in that one would have been really heartbreaking for him, but it was like glorious for me because it was like by 0.8 or... You know, it was a really, really small margin. It was because, yeah, and it was because I had beast mode. I had Marshall and Lynch and um, I was just, I got lucky. So the first one's always nice because we kicked this thing off hoping that it had mm. become this, right? Like what it is now. Um, so to win the first one, I think you, you always sort of like that one. That's good. Yeah. North. Well, you, think, you think it's time for the fast five, Mullen? Fast five it up. All right, five. you ready? I'm ready. All right. Who's your biggest rival? It's Jez. Yeah. I give, him, I, give him a, I give him a lot of we, crap. You know, I, I thought you were going to go Jez. to explaining it. No. You don't need to. Okay. We get it. Okay. Go. We get it. Who has the worst banter? Frank. <laughs> Fair at the moment. He's in a bit of a slump at the moment with the banter. He's, he's over. <sighs> Who would you least trust with a trade request? Jeremy. Jeremy. <laughs> My rival. Who's the best at pretending they have fantasy knowledge when they don't? I'm sorry, Laurie, but it's you. If every member of any given Monday was in a battle royale, who would emerge victorious? Oh, this this one, I knew this one was coming and I struggle with this. Um, you know what? I, it's a toss-up for me, right, between Frank and that, like, just that little man syndrome that yeah. ain't, like i think there'd just be some he gets angry tables and ladders and chairs i think yeah. like that'd be yeah. that'd be sort of frank's deal. frank frank knows how to get angry because he has to sit backwards in the car he does so. he does he does <laughs> i think mitch would talk a big game but he, he'd get down to like the final three and then you're out of there he'd do a muscle pull muscles yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. so and then i i just feel like marsh has like like he's a double black belt in something that we don't understand. Like, I feel like he I wonder could, where you get that from. Maybe it's from where he lives and the house and I, the. I, I just think there's something the dangerous about Marshy. Yeah, so, yeah. So maybe yeah, Mitch, somewhere between Frank and Marshy. Maybe Mitch should take that name oh. down. Nice <laughs> one. Good answers. Yeah. Very good. Thank you for for guesting. Well, that wraps up the guest segment this week. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Stick around though. You're uh, not leaving just yet. Oh, thanks. Not I off will. the not off the hook there. Uh, let's check the bands, Dill. What's happening in the bands? Check out the bands. Look, it was it was quietish on the bands yeah. last week. Um, I think the first was Rye Doggy throwing out a bit of Snoop Dogg love. Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, God, I don't know where that came from, Snoop. 
Helga was um, that day. Yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of lot of chatter around the Cowboys game and uh, everyone being surprised at the the start that Gilbert was having and you know, uh so that was interesting. Um Jason thinking that a jammy British prick sounds like a delicious treat. Um You gotta watch those jammy British pricks. Yeah. yeah. I think Jason yeah. wants to jam his little prick in a English lip, jam. Lip smacking there. <laughs> Um, Jakey just piling on Cav, even though he's not paying attention with the juggernaut comment. Mm. Um, then, uh, then we've got, it seems to be a bit of a theme each week now. It's, uh, a Laurie V Frank, uh, banter. Oh, know, turn, re- turn back the tables to the Cowboys yeah. fan club, or f- yeah, fan club bants. That's it. Yeah. The, the Laurie versus Frank Cowboy takes. Can we, can we dive into that a little bit? Dak. Yeah, the, Dak, there's some Dak. Kind of bit on, overrated, probably. though, right? Yeah. Yes? Dak? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I like, think he's good. He's, he's a good quarterback, he's, but he's, he's just a good, good quarterback. He's good, but what happens if Gilbert comes out here and starts efficiency and all that? So you just never know. Mm. That ankle might not ever be the same. Who shall see? Yeah. Yes. Mm. He's never blown me away, Dak, to be honest. No. He's. He's been good, but he's never blown me away. He's no Ryan Tannehill, that's for sure. <laughs> um, and the last bit of the bands, uh Mitch enlightening us on uh, Flacco's nickname, Iron Dick. Old Iron Dick, Joe. Oh. <laughs> I, I hadn't heard Hang that on, story you, you before. Overlooked, about... You overlooked you rubbing the victory in my face, the little uh, the yeah, little meme well, war we had. I think I won that. That was cute. Uh, that was nice. I, think, I think you did. When, when when you throw a C bomb in there, that pretty much just ends the conversation. Whoa! Particularly with a fat guy drinking a stubby with a ute and a yeah. dog. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Well, that was, was the, the bants. Yeah. Let's um, let's just look at the clock here. We should probably move this along and. Uh... All right. I'll I'll pump pump yeah. through these this week in any given Monday history. This week. Uh, back. Let's go back to week 10, which is uh, this week. Uh, But in 2015, Graham posted a ginormous score of 148 against a poor, hapless Tom Selleck experience. It seems to be a common theme with me. (laughs) He's really loud. And I quote, uh, 23 from LaShawn McCoy, 30 from Zeke, 17 from Devontae Adams, 17 from Brandon Cooks, 25 from Eric Ebron, and 13 from his boy, Robbie Gould. Robbie. He beat you by 65 points that week. It's not the first time I've been beaten by a big margin. No, has Eric Ebron even scored 25 points this season? <laughs> Actually, you, got, you get 10 this week for Graham? I think you did, yes, yeah, He's back on Graham's Graham team. likes <sighs> a little Ebron. Yeah, so there you go. That's this week in any given Monday history. Um, Very nice. I've just had yeah. a client ping me to send a video, so I've just got to do a little export here while we're chatting. But uh, okay, well, I'll I'll wrap this up. Let's do the theme song. Everyone has trades. Trades. Aren't we not Trades. 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 Not aids. Welcome to everyone has trades this week. Um. So after Laurie and Mitch traded DJ Chark and Godet for McLaurin. I was thinking it's been a while since I've seen a Jags wide receiver change hands. Um, 
So I, I delved into the, the annals, as you do. Um, there's been six trades involving Jags players previously, wow. of which for some reason I was involved in Maurice five. Maurice Jones-Drew in any of those? <laughs> MJD? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why I invested so much in Jags players or traded them. Yeah. Like, but anyway, there has only been one Jags wide receiver ever traded before. The year was 2015. It was week 10, and I traded Jags wide receiver Alan Hearns to Jimmy for Packers running back James Starks. Mm. At the time, Hearns was the wide receiver 14, and Starks was the running back 25. For the rest of the season, Hearns added up the wide receiver 16, so he dropped a little. And Starks ended up the running back 21, so he went up a little. Um, unfortunately, the trade was not enough to help Jimmy. He ended up in the toilet bowl that that year, and I didn't fare too much better, finishing in seventh. But that is the one time a Jags wide receiver has been traded. There you go. That's interesting. Just the one player one time. Well, the Jags haven't Still. exactly had top-line receivers, no. though, have they? No. So. No. no. A, lot of, a lot of running backs moving... Moving hands, we got yeah. your Yeldons and Chris Ivory, and uh, was there a league around when Maurice Jones Drew was any good? Or were we? I think it? we were done by then. I think like, MJD was. I sort think of he done, was done by then. Yeah, because yeah. he would. Toby he Gerhardt was another one. Who? Toby Gerhardt. No recollection. Mm. So there you go. Never heard of him. What's he doing? Very good. Selling cars in Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Got a price on that Honda? <laughs> oh, we can do a Civic for you. Yeah, no problem. That Hyundai? Hyundai. Oh, you mean a Hyundai? No, a Hyundai. Mm. So, N- Dil, Nissan. Um, a Nissan. Is it, has it, how's it been uh, watching games prime time? Yeah, it's been pretty cool. Although uh, I had to do hashtag husband duties the other day, and uh, we did an IKEA shop during some of the games. So, I uh, why are you, why are you on, shopping on, IKEA, bro? You're going to be there for three months, and you, you're back here. <laughs> We needed we needed a new bed. You don't need to take uh, that And shit, I needed a desk to be able to do a podcast from. Just so you know, um, we've got IKEA in this country as well. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't ship stuff up. But uh, but I had the uh, the Game Pass on in the car, so that was fun. Oh, you, um, you, did you yeah. have to buy Game Pass again, just quickly, or did you? No, use I got the a, I got the uh, the VPN. Which one? The one I told you about. Uh, no, that one didn't work for me. Express VPN, uh, but Shark VPN or something. Oh, okay. Important question though. Ikea related. Do they have like the meatballs and the hot dogs and the like the good food as well? You know it. And does you it, know it. And when you but walk is it like American sized or is it like... So be, because of COVID, uh, there's only a certain amount of people let in. And it was like being at Disneyland trying to get into Ikea. There was just, just lines. I was, was like... going to go for a joke there. We, a certain <laughs> amount of people I was going to go down. <laughs> Let's, Let's just, just breeze that one over. Yeah. Did I, did I cut you off? You want, you want to have a meatball joke? Nah, no, it was definitely not a meatball joke. <laughs> How long did you have to wait online, uh, though? Was it like Disneyland, like where you're... No, no, it wasn't too bad. I think we're in line for maybe like... Did you have an Express Pass yeah. band that got <laughs> yeah, you around? I should have yeah. got one of those. But they had the meatballs at the end, but there was a long line for that too, so I didn't get a chance to try it. Excellent. Very well, that's nice. that's way too much meatballs chat for a football fantasy pod. I don't think it's not it's not enough. But <laughs> listen, we're approaching the hour mark here. We've we, tro- we told our listeners we had amazing feedback to try and keep it under the hour. It's probably my fault. That's okay. It was good to have you in the in the uh, studio. Appreciate Thanks, it, guys. Right. Nice to see Dill. Um, 
you got to get some more pistons. I'll send you some piston stuff. I'll get the family to send it over. Get rid of that Dodgers stuff. You know, get some Tigers if you want some baseball <laughs> stuff. I'll do a public service announcement to the rest of the league. Do yourself a favor and get in here if you're asked to be the guest. It's good fun. It's good fun. It's good fun. It's good fun. Take a day off work. It's worth it. Yeah. I'm just coming. Yeah, it's yeah, it's five thirty now. Got to relieve the, the the nanny, but that's fine. But Dylan, lovely to see you in the thanks, uh, guys. 3D space. Once again, Ryan, thank you for coming in. It was a thanks, pleasure. guys. Appreciate it. And uh, catch you next week on uh, Cooking with the Commission. Best of luck, boys. <laughs>